Hello. Hi there. Welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode we interact with industry experts and drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, towards the end of every episode, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact around the IT world. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So today we are going to discuss another interesting topic. It is about embracing the technological advancements and staying relevant to succeed in the fast-changing dynamic information technology world. And we are pleased to welcome Prabhakar to our show today. Prabhakar Reddy is a product manager at one of the top innovative multinational company in the field of automotive, industrial and connected technologies. He has got overall 18 years of industry experience in the automotive domain, including 7 years of international experiences on a variety of leadership roles, ranging from product management, quality, technology and automation topics. Every time there is a crisis in the world, Prabhakar successfully navigated and excelled. Beat the 2000 tech bubble, the 2008 financial crisis, or current 2020 corona pandemic situation. Coming to his education, Prabhakar received his bachelor degree in electronic and communication from Chandaganga Institute of Technology, Tumkur, Bangalore University. Prabhakar started his career in core technical topics. in software development for the premium german cars in the area of driving assistance he shaped his career with diversified roles like project leader group manager program manager and now product manager prabhakar welcome to our the guiding voice podcast let's get into our conversation hello navin and sudhakar thanks a lot for the great introduction it's always pleasure to be on the guiding voice podcast before we start i think you guys are really doing an amazing job to get the industry real time experiences learnings hacks and put into an audio and share it to the student community and the in community so i wish you a great success let's get started thank you prabhakar prabhakar as i was mentioning you have successfully navigated through three different crises so far 2000 was more like dot com burst tech bubble 2008 was more financial side of the crisis and 2020 currently we are going through this pandemic situation so what has been your experience through these major three crises can you share what are the key challenges and some lessons learned that's an excellent question especially in the current crisis times in 2000 the crisis was mainly with the dot com followed by 9/11 and the iraq war india was starting up with the it sectors we have few companies like infosys wipro satyam and other companies mainly in the service industry they stopped hiring i just passed out from my engineering looking for a job and there is a recruitment freeze what i did is go for the upskilling learn new languages connect with the industry colleagues when there is opportunities get into the company 2008 was a financial sector collapse followed by real estate and also in the automotive their companies were in the freeze mode and the pause mode means companies will go from nice to have to must to have businesses they will not invest in the new project they will see how the businesses will run they try to save the liquidity but will not get a promotion in the organization again the key is collaborate 
network with your peers and the supervisors, see how best you can do in your corporate. And now in the corona, this is the biggest crisis that we have seen in the world. This time, the crisis came from a virus and affecting all the sectors, the financial, the banking, the automotive, especially the healthcare. Now everybody will be thinking how to get fit for the future. All these crises led to an opportunities. Means each crisis has transformed industry into a new technological industries. Means the last crisis led to a formation of social media platforms. People wants to connect. And there was a lot of boom on the Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and so on. This crisis will teach us also to be fit. So there'll be a lot of investments and opportunities in the healthcare and also a lot of healthcare devices. Great summary there, Prabhakar. Keep yourself busy by learning and staying relevant. Amazing. So Prabhakar, in the last 18 years, can you please highlight some of the technological changes that you have witnessed and how they impacted the business? That's again a great question, uh, Naveen. I think let me put a little uh, different perspective. I have born with South India where I started living up with the black and white TV and the land phone. That was the only electronic devices at my home. I don't know, maybe you can connect to me or the young generation cannot understand this uh, at least. <laughs> Today, at least each one of us has our mobile, at least a laptop or a 55 inches LED TV with 4K, a washing machine, a mixer, all filled with electronic devices. Last 20 years, our households has filled with electronic devices. This is the real technology in the living with our what we see. The second point I comes really what happened in the corporate. So this is what we see in our daily life. So everybody has been upgraded. We have more comforts than ever in our life. I hope you agree to that. So we have comforts for everything. Absolutely, yes. Uh, let me go a little uh, deeper into this topic. The key technological changes that really happened is in the industry, connectivity industry, mobile industry. Connectivity led to a social media and internet starting from 2G to 4G to now 5G coming up. So there is amazing speed available for us for the data transfer. Then the new companies like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, all these social media apps were born because of this. It's a big boom compared to last decade. The second segment, what I see is e-commerce segment. Everything is a one click now. Open your Amazon, Zomato, Flipkart, Big Basket, even the today's learning apps, the Baijus and others. They're excelling in the e-commerce. We never had such a facility in before two decades. Third one is healthcare. This is coming up now. Before, when you have a problem, you always used to go to doctor. Today, believe me, each household, at least in the urban, each household will have their own BP meter, the sugar test, the body mass index. There already been devices entering in the healthcare at your home, like how they entered like a TV. So tomorrow it will be much more. And the fourth and the last segment, and my favorite segment, the automotive. I think it's a personalized car when we start. It's a prestige car that you own a car in India or anywhere. It's like a prestige attached to it. I think in the last years, we see shared business. You don't need a car because you already have a shared cars like Ola, Uber, shared taxis running out for you. This is a big change. All these Ola, Ubers are defining what should go into the car. Means this is a completely different segment of the business. Earlier, the end customer is to define what they need in the car. Today, these fleet management people like Ola, Ubers are defining what their future car should be. This driverless car, what they talk, connected cars exactly. And maybe one day you're not surprised that you may get a pizza delivery by this driverless car or maybe even by drone. Who knows? I mean, these are some of the key technological changes I have seen. I have lived through it at least in the last 20 years. This is what I can summarize. That's cool and it's amazing to experience high-speed internet connection. Today we are already in 4G and developed countries have launched 5G and we are about to launch 5G. 
and there is e-commerce already in place and you mentioned about drone based delivery and sophisticated healthcare shared services social media and i think we are living in most exciting times of the world and also at the same time very optimistic about brighter and better future so in this context what are the opportunities that you foresee for techies in the future this is again a wonderful question opportunities are everywhere look at what we just just discussed in these four or five segments of our daily businesses we never thought there will be all over we never thought that the 5g will come on day and today it's arrived and each crisis i think we talked about these difficult times each crisis teaches a lesson and gives us opportunity to grow even this corona will teach us a lesson and give us opportunity maybe in the healthcare one of the biggest opportunities that may come in the healthcare how you live tomorrow what and all the technical aspects the technical devices the medical devices that you need for tomorrow maybe this crisis will teach you and there will be a lot of investments especially in the healthcare to make you fit and live healthy this is one aspect second on the technological i think this is topic that we are discussing today what i say is now all the devices will be connected are are going to be connected or will be connected in future if there is electronics a button led light believe me it will be connected tomorrow today we already see some of your home devices they are connected via mobile apps your google homes your alexas and much more going forward the electronic devices will be in your button tips means it all be in the cloud you managing your host just sitting at in one corner of the sofa how do we do it and how they do it at the background you need a big cloud computing technologies we already see this is booming up not nobody is just storing their data personally in their hard disk anymore so there will be more of cloud based computing lot of artificial intelligence algorithms and machine learning means the algorithm will be continuously learning it's not that one time you write a software like c c++ java and compile and run it no every day the way you use these devices the algorithms will understand you will read you will redeploy you what you want this is already happening in the area of advertisement industry in the e-commerce industry you go and view few pages and do a good few google search then all the ads will come what you searched it will be relevant ads it's not some funny ad coming on your screen this will really amplify now it's a huge data computation so it amplifies there so for students be ready with this uh, cloud based uh, architectures cloud code based computing and what is this artificial intelligence how this algorithms works be a good programmer so learn this programming skills that what we have around to do this programming second i would say automation i think more and more we already there now in a semi automated state means i think i got a chance to visit one of the audi plants in in germany in nekasur it is a one and a half hour tour and the when i enter i saw a metal sheet and when i exit i saw a audi a8 coming out this is what my journey was an example so this was a walk through of this production plant at the end of the day i say 93% of this car is automated from just a metal plate to the audi car coming out of this plant the 93% is completely robotics high hand robotics and all artificial intelligent machines doing its job on its own without any manual interface only at the last stage there are some people to connect the cables and this automation now go to this more from production into this software software will be more automated more model based designs will come and automated code will be generated out of it nobody will be sitting the opening the notepad and writing the code anymore so look into these areas where the future jobs will be e-commerce it's already booming it will boom further this segment 
this is a different set of jobs where you have a new jobs in the logistic in the transport and maybe some jobs to code your websites to give some offers this is kind of a service industry that what we see in the e-commerce so there will be some jobs in this service industry and the last one maybe after this crisis the one more segment the education segment will go big way in online maybe nationally and internationally i predict that doing an international masters could not be that difficult going forward if really the case that if everything goes online you need to travel to germany or us or uk to do your masters if you're sitting at india paying some fees connecting online classes could still possible to do it so there will be thoughts towards it and there will be lot of business models how to make education online hope i covered some aspects of the opportunities yep amazing prabhakar continuing on the topic of staying relevant how do you keep yourself updated on the technologies and the required skills to succeed in this world one thing for me at least i'm already in this industry and living with the industry with the technological changes so for me it's a must i must adapt myself learn myself in every day so that i could execute the projects i have no option to say no uh, saying that not everything will be learnt in the office so you need to take out your time what you want to do for tomorrow in technologically or in your leadership roles or in your product management you have to spend your time for your upskilling and risk otherwise you cannot be in the relevant for the future this is the core people think that once they're done with the college and maybe initial few years of core technological uh, career started uh, they take that okay i'm done now everything will uh, run smooth in my life that doesn't happen especially in this private segment where it's a high competitive world you have to be unique you have to be different so for me i read a lot of books uh, i read a lot of personal self help books lot of leadership books and lot of the soft skills trainings i take myself i have a coach and a mentors where i really go and coached see my weaknesses see my improvement points and also see what i'm good at i want to amplify what i'm good at so all these things i do to keep myself up and running every day prabhakar that's really great that you know we should always keep ourselves up to date to be current and to stay relevant moving on to the softer side of the discussion you lived in different countries how would you rate soft skills requirement in current times to be relevant across the globe excellent question navin i think somehow in the technological world people will not give that much importance on the soft skills and you asked the right question you need to have a good balance between your core technical skills and also equally important soft skills for me when at least i have a lot of international experience out of 18 close to 8 years is my international experience with multiple customers and i lived in germany for close to 7 years once you go to a different country each country has their own culture has their own social living and also the soft skills part how do you manage to deal with with your new bosses who is no more your indian they comes with a different cultural mindset the growth mindset how they studied in the colleges more completely different than how we studied so you need to understand be flexible be adaptable adaptable to the situations when you you are in a new situation look at the situation how it's going up what is your core job then you respond or you put your thoughts into it do not jump on directly what you think is right and try to put everything what you feel is right so you need to analyze the situation be adaptable to the situation little bit you need to be flexible in some things culturally it's okay in some country it's not okay in some country so be flexible doesn't mean that you change yourself means that you can 
be open enough to accept other cultures. In the soft skills part, especially the communication plays a key role. What you communicate, how you communicate plays a key role. The clear and crisp communication, the transparent communication, always a better approach than revolving around the push, making some far away communications which people don't understand and they will misunderstand you and maybe wrongly understand and make wrong decisions. And especially in your corporate, your negotiation skills, this is one of the key soft skills that I say. Because every day you go into the office, you are negotiating with your clients, you are negotiating with your colleagues, you are negotiating with your bosses. One or the other way. What are the key negotiation skills that you have, you possess, and how do you approach it? I think it's widely known as win-win, win-loss, loss-win. If you're trying to win always and others are losing, it's not a successful negotiation skill. You also win, you also others to win, then it's a good collaboration, then the project will move and your career also will move. Maybe the one more soft skill I could touch on is the mindset. Mindset is a growth mindset. Means I'm here to add value to the organization, value to the team. I'm not playing a devil's advocate or playing in negative roles. Since I go to the team meeting, there could be some positives, there could be some negatives. Don't play a negative and don't be a critic all the time. You can criticize on a one topic on a one particular time, but move towards the positive, add value to how to overcome this thing, how to solve this problem. Rather than repeating the problems, put the solution mindset. This is one of all the skills that what I practice. Don't stay in your negative and in the problem area. Analyze the problem, understood the situation, go back into the positive mindset and a solution mindset. This is a key for the success. Wonderful insight so far, Prabhakar. One last question. What's your secret to success? And something that students and young professionals can take to make it big in their careers. So everybody wants to know the secrets. (laughs) I believe that there is no shortcut to the success. There is no shortcut to the success. And I strongly believe it. Success for me is a step-by-step growth, setting up the higher goals, higher visions, putting your action plan, executing them, and the key always is the consistency. This is really what are even in the students, if you see a top or a gold medalist, he doesn't become a gold medalist just out of a luck. He puts his action plan, he studies every day, every hour, he plans which subject to study. At the end, he has a gold medal hanging, right? Then let me give you a little philosophical approach in a different context. This is called universal secrets. If you really wish and dream something, Say it loud and put it to universe. The first job is wish for it, you dream it and you put it to the universe and say it loud. Declare to the world what you want, what you wish to achieve. Second, be specific. What exactly you want? You want a CEO job in a Google or an Intel? Be so clear and crisp when you put it to the universe. Second, do not doubt, do not disbelieve yourself. Once you put this thought, do not negate. In the contrast, you visualize already, you imagine and start behaving that you are going to achieve this goal. In a way, you also can live your life that one day I get it and I get it. So be in this positive mindset when you put out this message. Do not doubt yourself. Have 100% belief in you. Once you put these messages into the universe, believe me, this is a law of universe, how the law of karma works. The law of universe works in the same way. What you ask, you get it. Whether you, you like it, you don't like, nobody cares here. What you put outside, it comes back to you. The universe will start giving the opportunities. Believe me, it will start giving the opportunities. Once you are so strong on your wish, you put it to the universe, you're working on it, you're visualizing it, then the door opens for you. One opportunity, the second opportunity, the third one. Only you must be smart enough and mindful enough to realize these opportunities, accept them and work on it. 
believe me no nobody can stop you succeeding in this world universe always been positive will be positive will be successful for each individual now i think this is really amazing both the practical and philosophical approach thank you prabhakar thank you so much for joining us today it was indeed a great discussion on embracing the technological advancements and staying relevant thanks a lot again it was a wonderful discussion for me i really enjoyed i was myself 100% so thanks for again giving me this opportunity wish you a good luck our pleasure thank you so much dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content visit our followers on social media we are available on linkedin facebook insta twitter pinterest and also on youtube just look out for the guiding voice and then follow like subscribe to us and also share within your network feel free to email us at the guiding voice for you that is t h e e g u i d i n g v o i c e digit 4 letter u at gmail.com or whatsapp us on our india number 9494587187 that is india number 9494587187 and we will be happy to collaborate with you all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about spam email i know spam email is very frustrating and very annoying to each one of us but we cannot escape from it unless and until we are preserving our email id not disclosing it to anyone we keep getting the spam emails but today's fun fact is about how this spam email got its name you know it was from the canned meat after a monty python skit that made fun of spam as tasting horrible and being ubiquitous and inescapable so that is the reason it is called as spam interesting isn't it thank you for listening there is more in store folks stay tuned have a wonderful time take care be safe and until next time bye bye Thank you.